1: What is going on, L.A.? Thank you very much for tuning in. CY in the house. What's going on, man? How we doing? Um, First off, you know, let me say this. Uh, Morales is going to be very excited because I think one of his famous lines that he used to have in the morning show, we're going to steal today for what we're going to call a snake draft. It's at a snake f- draft. Oh, actually, <laughs> was it Key that did it? I always thought it was Morales that did it. Either way. Um, we got a lot. We're kind of getting into here. Emily's very excited to go see Cocaine yeah. Bear. tonight. we got yes. some real like
2: wacky radio bit stuff yes. happening
1: today. So you know, okay. So
2: buckle I too up.
3: Much coffee this morning. That's why I have all this <laughs> she's going to go
1: see Cocaine Bear. So then she wants to do a bear draft. I want to do a bear draft. I don't really know the details. I got some of the details at twelve fifteen. Think of everything affiliated with bears. We're going to do a draft. It will be at 1215, and we'll probably play Morales's. It's a Snake Draft 337 <laughs> times by the time the show was all said and done.
2: This was all motivated by, of course, Cocaine Bear coming cocaine out, bear. and The Ringer did a story. The definitive ranking of bears. Are so,
1: you, you going to go see it? Uh, not, not like this tonight. is not a
2: day one see for me, but
1: yeah. uh, there's a chance <sighs> I make it to the theater. I'm going to need somebody, like, I'm going to need her to go and then come back and say, hey, it was so funny. It was this. I'm going to need everywhere I turn people saying, you got to go see Cocaine <laughs> Bear, then I'll probably see <laughs> it. This is the
2: kind of movie that, like, if I got 10 friends together and we all went to a drive-thru, it yep. would be way more fun. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That's that's the vibe I'm so on, but I don't have 10 friends to go let to Let
3: me walk you with. through this, I have how total. excited I am for Combine this. our
1: friends together.
3: <laughs> so okay. I... um. So I was I I have this membership to Alamo, so I get like yeah. unlimited movies, whatever, for the okay. month. So I can nice. only get the tickets a week in advance, and when the clock struck midnight last Thursday, <laughs> I was booking this ticket for cocaine there. No wow! And I'm going with my friend Adam. We may enjoy. Some, Some like stuff, stuff okay, and yep. go. Cool and-
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> yes, I was gonna obviously. say, let's uh, let's chill out. Yeah. No,
3: no, <laughs> Taylor, I'm right, excited right to it, huh? <laughs> Not
1: messing around.
3: I, once the trailer came out, once the premise came out, I've been so interested in seeing it. And okay. I, uh, I wanted to go in a full theater, I wanted to get as much like yeah. crowd reaction, yes, as, definitely. as, as possible. And that's y- kind of like what this movie is. That's, I did it for Megan, the same thing, okay, where mm-hmm. I wanted to go opening weekend because I wanted to have the entire are you like, gonna talk pod? the entire yeah. movie
1: I mean like, this is, like,
2: <laughs> this is talking a talk, yes this yes. is a talking movie thank you I'm glad you recognize that this is not I don't need to know the intricate plot points about what Park Ranger so A said to this
1: is the type of movie where it is talking <laughs> if it's uh, I don't know um it's a sad movie or it's like a yeah. war story this is and a it's, talking yeah. It, yeah, yeah this is a all this quiet is a on the western one. front yeah, no. a German
2: this war is film is yeah not, no, thank this you. is not that <laughs> I
1: right, don't do it for that one um okay so we got called out yesterday a couple times uh yeah because we decided not to go play pickleball um because it's seven degrees outside I drove in today and I gotta be honest with you um, had to use my windshield wipers. Yeah, which is a, That's a rarity. That's a little weird. That's you know a rarity I mean? in these parts. Other cars had to use their windshield wipers. <laughs> we all communicated just by looking at each other and saying, "Where are we? What's what, happening? What, what city do we?" Live it in? was. It's cold rain too. It's cold too. Yeah, yeah it's not like one of those. Um, you actually feel it. I had double layers. I had a jacket. I have a jacket in my car. I don't wear a jacket and then also have a jacket in my car. That's not usually how it works. You out. did
2: have your coat on yesterday when you came did in. Yep. And yep. so let's let's just run down the list here. Yeah, I believe various listeners called us chumps. And yeah, saw it was actually it was. Biggie. It was. In, yeah, uh, Biggie. Biggie, Biggie had a lot to say. Uh, Greg had a lot to say. Mm-hmm. And oddly enough, about I don't know, fifteen minutes or so ago, yep. I was standing outside of Amanda's office, and Greg says, "Oh, by the way, we didn't play yesterday." Mm-hmm. I said, "Oh, oh, oh, yeah. why? Why is
1: that?" He goes, "It's nine degrees, goes, and they wanted to play." <laughs> and
2: it's
3: twenty mile per hour
2: winds. He goes, "Dude, the winds were really bad." I'm like, "Oh, I wonder where you heard that. Might it have been on the Travis and Sleva show, where we very specifically broke down the weather patterns of what was happening in South?"
1: You know, anybody, the Southland? Yeah, and anybody says that no chance we were playing you guys yesterday. are being soft, no one's arguing that. <laughs> At no point did I argue that I wasn't soft. I was just saying that I wasn't going to play tomorrow.
2: I looked out the window after the show yesterday, and things were just blowing all over LA life.
1: Yeah. Like, anything that wasn't nailed to the ground was moving. Yeah, Not pickleball conditions. Yeah, not happening. Okay, but we did set up one week from today. All right. I need to still uh, – I got to go online. I got to reserve the courts in Pasadena. Okay. So Berg is in. Sounds like you're in. I'm in. I'm in as well. So we got we, we got room for one more. Maybe it's Jorge. Maybe Taylor comes out of nowhere and says, guys, I really got to step up my game for the pickleball tournament, which I highly doubt that's going to be Taylor's uh, motivation. <laughs> but a week from today, we're going to go out and play. Are we going to, like, compete or are we going to try to – I've never played Oh, you've never played. Okay. All
2: right. So this is a
1: This this is is the equivalent of a layup line (laughs) at playing basketball, right? (laughs) Got it. And I'm not trying my left hand. I'm just going to work on my right (laughs) hand. Yeah, that left hand bit
2: is not even necessary. That's not going to happen. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm glad we've got that uh,
1: squared away because this was very important. Question I have, Emily, I think you'll have a good response on this. If hypothetically Jorge is in, and now that's four, we have our four, and then Travis, when he comes back next week, finds out that hey, we already have four bud. Like, right. will Trav take that personally? Will Trav say no? <laughs> no way, I'm going out to Pasadena. Actually, I don't think he will because we got to wait till their show's done anyway. Right? Trav's not waiting it's around. It's gonna be in the evening. O'clock. Yeah, he's I not gonna that do that. I think
3: that Travis doesn't care about being left out of things. I think he doesn't invite us for a reason. <laughs> I think that he. Enjoys his work. Trav can get balance. emotional.
4: He can get emotional. <laughs> I think he likes an invite so he can say no to it. Yes, yeah, that's, that's right. more
3: accurate. He likes an Ooh. invite so he can say no. But he likes his work life balance. Even and better. also, I think he's going to be right interning
1: back. No, I, but here's the thing. I yeah, would, is he even is he even available to play? Well, I, I, that's I don't even want to go that far. What I would rather do is say, hey, Trav, just to FYI, we don't have space for you, bro. <laughs> we already got four. You know, so he's not Scott Kaplan. This is not going to
2: create the same I, I, waves that it created I, I, <laughs> when Sedano and Beto and Laura and I went, and Cap got fired up to the point that it had to be a show topic. That was great, by the way. I think, I That's think, awesome.
1: Trav will be fine.
3: He'll be aloof with like, us, yeah, I with us playing a little pickleball well,
1: on the side. Then he's going to go <laughs> home, and he's going to tell Bobby, you know that. <laughs> mother, you know what, Sliwa, didn't even invite me. <laughs> didn't even And invite Bobby's like, where are
3: him. my shoes? And yeah, then where that's where shoes? we go on for there. <laughs> exactly. exactly.
1: Um, okay, so uh, I'm actually, I'm I'm looking forward to it. i look yeah. looking forward to playing pickleball fun. for the first time. Um, and it's probably because I did already look out one week from today, what's the weather going to look like? Not much better. It's still going <laughs> to oh, be really? cold. Yeah, it's okay. still going to be cold. Well, but I just, just want to thank Carlo
2: as well, yeah. because that uh, highlight he put of Sedano and I playing on the internet was very popular. You looked uh, Thank you Good and impressive I, I, I appreciate yeah. that I, uh, It was very uh, People were looking at me like Dude you, you, you play a lot don't you I'm I, like so that was literally
1: The first time so. I haven't seen it You what haven't happened? seen it No oh. I haven't seen it It's okay. like
3: behind the we back hit, We hit a couple we'll be balls Behind the
1: we back. Back. You went behind the back Watch it like, Go to my Twitter
2: I, I went. I mean like it was an instinct play Yeah But at that point I realized Okay this is fun I you can can't do this play. Yeah.
1: You can't play For the first time And start throwing no look passes I, I mean, Out it was, on the court
2: pick up That's kind of what happened You know He's a hustler There's a little celebration too It was great at right before the play, too, and this isn't in the video. <laughs> this was the first time you've ever this played? This is the first time I've ever played. Okay. This Right before we before this particular shot, and this was in the video. Mind you, Beto was, like, on the court taking so, slow-mo isos, as yep. was Laura. We were sort of playing around them, but we did were still- Did Beto tailgate before?
1: Did, no, he did not. He, we, we, I see <laughs> Beto tailgating everywhere. Like, every if you want to go see a movie with Beto, he's like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> movie starts at 6, I'll be in the park. I'll be there at 5, four. yeah, exactly. So,
2: we're we're hitting the ball around, shooting shots. You know, we're kind of keeping score. And this particular shot, right before it, I said on camera, "You can hear it in the ISO. This isn't difficult at all." And then I went on to the next, like hit one ball, hit another, hit some wild overhead shot, and made
1: it. And I was like, "All right, well, so I, here's I what do. I think is going to happen." Because Jorge and Berg have already played. You've already played two. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to start off trying to get a feel for it, yeah. and then we're going to play. There's going to okay. be some two-on-two action. Okay,
2: that's fine. I yeah, so. I,
1: I don't. You know, I'm not super competitive. I just like mm-hmm. to have fun. So,
2: uh, I, the reason I was saying that is because. If somebody really sucks, then mm-hmm. we got a problem, you know what I'm saying? Because there's only four of us, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll probably. I'm sure do. there'll be plenty of people there.
3: Also, guys, one more thing, too. Uh, Taylor is performing again tonight, right, Taylor? Oh,
4: what's going on? Uh, yeah, I'm playing at Shulb Premium Ales, this brewery in Torrance. Okay. Doing a five to six, just an hour opening for my friend's band.
1: Nice, okay. Yeah. So, so we this went-
4: is solo again. Right? Solo and, again.
1: And yeah, y- going you out guys my went own. last Thursday?
3: Yeah, we went last Thursday. Mm-hmm. It was really great. Taylor was really talented. Uh, played a lot of fun st- songs. He played uh, Taylor Swift, which mm-hmm. I Oh, that's I big loved. for
4: you, yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. Um, but no, he's really talented. So if anybody wants to go, you should check All him out. Yeah,
4: come through South Bay. Say awesome. The place, say the place again. So it's called Shulb Premium Ales. Okay.
1: That sounds good. I'll have all to right. pull your arm to that one. Awesome. Yeah, no. Now I no will be in the middle of pregame show. So if they could wait in their car till pre-game <laughs> <Yeah>. is done, <laughs> and then go directly to Taylor's Taylor's event, um,
3: I'll be live streaming, I guess, from a cocaine bear. I'll, I'll just try to check in and see how Taylor's doing. Oh, we got, got a lot. Beer. We
1: got a lot of show functions yeah, this is, going this is on what's today. Good. Yeah. For, for okay. Tomorrow we got recaps on everything. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> this is major. All right. We Already basically created our show for tomorrow. Told you wacky radio bits all over the shop. Um, okay. So. Lakers will start their final twenty three games of the season tonight. Most heard- important twenty three games of LeBron, Ramon James's career. Yes. As I understand it. You uh you heard uh, Morales mention it as well. This is it, this this is you know, it's kinda it's funny to be in this situation where the all star break's always funny because they say it's halfway through the season. It's They're not 70% halfway. through the season. Yes,
2: com- completely. Which like-
1: by the way, I don't mind that. It's kind of like you're getting through as much as you can when you're working it, right? right. You're like, "Okay, hey, there's now 23 games left." That's true. Here are the Lakers 5 games below 500. I got some quotes from Anthony Davis, from Darvin Ham that I think are interesting. Um but they're five games below 500, and they start against two other than the Golden State Warriors. Correct. The Warriors are not in a perfect position. The Warriors, it, Warriors are another team. You lose two, three in a row, you're sitting in 11th. Yeah. You win two, three in a row, you might be seventh, maybe even sixth. The Warriors, the lines. Warriors are also a team that have had a little internal strife, not yep.
2: unlike the Lakers this o-
1: season. Okay, so I don't want to, you know, we call them uh, must wins. We call hey this that. I I I, I don't. I'm not big on being dramatic that way, but let me just kind of lay this out okay. for you. Steph Curry, not playing tonight. Out. Andrew Wiggins, not playing tonight. Out. Two key, key players, the best player on their team and a very important uh, very important player for the Golden State Warriors is not playing tonight. Right. So if we use must-wins very loosely... Um, I, I, but we've been saying must-wins for, I feel like, a month, and they've lost a lot of those games, so technically they're not must-wins. But if you start your final 23 games. The
2: most important 23 games of LeBron James's career.
1: And you're playing against the Golden State Warriors who do not have Steph Curry and Andrew Wiggins. And you walk away with an L today. Clinton, I don't know what to tell you. I'm going to read off a quote we come back from Anthony Davis. We'll react to it as well. Stay right here. Travis and Slewa show on uh, 710 ESPN.
0: So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall.
3: So we're definitely going to get into what... Darvin Ham said what Anthony Davis said, in just a little bit, but important things that we're doing today is we're going to do a pop culture bear draft yes. at twelve fifteen in honor of the premiere of Cocaine Bear today. Uh, so you should get your tickets. It's going to be a great show. Are
1: they paying us? I feel like we're <laughs> doing like a live <laughs> is, this, is this extra work for you?
3: Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's work that I want to do. It's uh, it's volunteer work. <laughs> um, but I have our draft order, oh! so I asked everybody yeah. to pick a number one through fifty, mm-hmm. and I had Greg be the determining number. So I. I asked everyone, and he said uh, Greg's choice was 19. Oh, and so the closest person was Clinton. So he's going to have the first pick in the draft. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, this then is it's going to
3: be Taylor. Then it's going to be me, and it's going to be Alan. Then Alan will go ahead and pick twice. So
2: sleep, snake, oh, snake draft, draft. Yep. reminder. Yep. You got two, <laughs> two in a row there. So
3: um, I have created some odds Kay. for the very first pick in the draft. So Clinton, do not give us any hints about what's going to happen. I will not. But. For listeners who want to play along with us, we have four to one that the first pick in the draft is going to be Woody the Pooh. Kay. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Five to one that's going to be Teddy Bear. Okay. Five to one that's going to be Yogi Bear. Six to one that is going to be Baloo from uh, Jungle Book. Seven to one gummy bears. And 20-1 to one Bear Grills. All right? So if anybody wants to put in odds, uh, you know, that's kind of my Vegas odds for this uh, draft. But, you know, weigh in on Twitter, everywhere else. Everybody's right. very
2: excited. This is good work. She's very, very excited this This is what we're here this for. Uh, this is, as they say on the internet, my kind of carry on. I got on. some underdogs. <laughs> I got my some underdogs kind I don't think of people are going to think of that okay. will be
1: a part of this as well.
2: Okay, that's good to know.
1: Um, okay, so you're talking about the Lakers yep. and talking about uh, tonight. Look, I I paint this scenario for the mere purpose that they're sitting in 13th spot. LeBron's quote, it's 23 of the most important games of my career for a regular season. And then here you are, you get the Golden State Warriors, and you get them beat up. Okay, I will tell you that the Lakers have had games like this Mm -hmm. where Zion's not playing for the Pelicans. Pelicans had lost 10 games in a row, and they still beat the Lakers. Right. The Blazers, I think there was a game, they didn't have Yusuf Nurkic, they didn't have Jeremy Grant, and they were up by 20 at halftime against the Lakers. They've been in situations like this. The difference is... Lakers got everybody. So everybody's here. LeBron, Anthony Davis, D'Angelo, Russell, Beasley. Uh, Coach already mentioned yesterday. That's probably going to be their starting lineup that they go with now. Do you like that lineup? Does that work for you? I do like it, and I'll tell you why. I thought, actually, Yovan Buha was on Lakers talk yesterday. He mentioned something that was, that was interesting, and we'll talk about Russ in this press conference for the Clippers. He said the Lakers traded a sixth man in Russell Westbrook for three starters that are now on the Lakers. Three starters. And and the only reason why I put it like that, it kind of puts it in perspective here of, no, those are real role players that the Lakers have decided right out the gate. We need all of them, and they're all going to be snarting. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm— Level of desperation is reasonably high. I, I think also, too, I think you want—there's certain players that are on your team that you say to yourself, hey, Dennis Schroeder might be better off the bench— um Austin Reeves might be better off the bat. Let these guys play roles that are probably more conducive to what they skills are and in their the talent NBA. is. Yeah. So will that starting lineup work? I don't know, but I'll take my chances with it. It's a real starting lineup. D'Lo's a natural point guard, Beasley's a natural two. Vanderbilt can do a lot of dirty work that AD's not going to do. So to answer your question, yes, I do okay. like that starting lineup. All right.
2: Lineup. I think this game is a must win. And I don't I mean we can get all into what the definition of that means is or what the definition of that is specifically, but as you said, Undermanned Golden State Warriors team ahead of you in the lineup, I mean, in the rankings, standings, standings. gotta win this game. Gotta win this game. I mean, and at some point, also, you know, the the reason why this is so fascinating to me, just from a schedule standpoint, is that kind of out of excuses, Lakers fans love to make various excuses as to why one thing happened or one other thing didn't happen. There's no excuse in these last things that I do. in In these last 23 games, is that. You play, and if you don't win, you are therefore not good enough. And that's something that has kind of been hard Is always re- to reconcile. There's always, oh, well, this guy's not there. This guy's not there. Something happened. Something happened here. Line up your dudes, play the basketball, and see if you've got what it takes. Mm-hmm. This is what that time is for the Lakers, and
1: I think it's actually pretty exciting. This is uh, one of the quotes from AD. This was yesterday after practice. I think each game is a must-win game for us, given the situation that we're in. So they're all pretty important, and we got to treat each game that way. Look at it as a Game Seven game. If we go out and compete on both ends of the floor, we do what we're supposed to do. We'll give ourselves a pretty good chance. I know there's nothing crazy about that quote, but the only reason why I read it is they're gonna hit losses. Okay. That's just gonna happen. They got three games on the road coming after this one against the Warriors. At Dallas, Mm -hmm. Dallas will be favored. I guarantee you they will. For sure. At Mm -hmm. Memphis. Memphis will be uh, favored. I guarantee you they will. And then they got another game against Oklahoma City Thunder. No one's delusional to think that the Lakers are going to go on a crazy run. Maybe, maybe they're able to. Maybe they roll out five, six in a row. I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. But games like this tonight you're not going to have too many of these where everything falls along no. your way. Because you can easily lose that game against the Mavs and Memphis, and then maybe you go into Thunder and you walk away 2-2. Two and two. Right. That's kind I, I look at it more from the standpoint. I get what AD's trying to say. Every every game's a must-win. There's certain games you can't afford to lose. There's other games that if you lose, you say, well, Dallas were just better. Scheduled losses
2: on some level, yeah. Is what it is.
1: But this is not one of this those This is not games. one of those at all. And you're at home. Yeah.
2: That's a critical factor here. One of the things we said yesterday is that – the home court advantage is crucial in this stretch they got what 16 at home or whatever 13 13 home more than half of the final 20 odd games are at crypto yeah are at crypto Mm -hmm. that alone is where you sort of got to build in your own advantage if you've got 10 or so games at home you've got you're not going to presume you win all of them but those are ones you got to get because walking into somebody else's building is never a guaranteed win in this league and Facing an undermanned team that's ahead of you in the standings, this is absolutely yeah. a
1: must win. And, no know, doubt this, about it in my mind. Two weeks ago, I think they went on the road and beat Golden State in Golden State. So just kind of add to that. And I think I don't think Braun played in that one. I can't remember off the top of my head. It was when all the new guys were there. So I think Braun right. didn't play. Um, let, me, let me ask you this. What what do you think is realistic? Because there was something that Darvin Ham said yesterday that um, I, I'm not even, it doesn't even kind of enter my mind. You got 23 games left. What do you think should be the goal for the Lakers in these 23 games? What do you think is the goal? Huh. I mean the goal is obviously to get in the playoffs. You're talking about the numbers? Just simply to get in, right? Like that I I think what you just said. Yeah. If you told me today, hey, you got the 10th spot. I'm not saying that the 10th spot is what you want. But I'm telling oh, you see that what you're, saying.
2: you're asking me. Do you think that they should be shooting for like the eight? Like, is that part of
1: so? So the reason why I say, Darvin Hammond the Lakers apparently have a one percent chance of getting in that top six. <sighs> a one one <laughs> percent chance. <laughs> One percent, right? M isn't it one percent probability? It's
3: between 0. 0.5 and one. But let's yes. let's look up let's some other things that have 30, a one percent. Let's round a, it
1: off to thirty percent. Let's let's let's
2: let's look up some other things that have a one percent chance of happening in the world and see <laughs> see see where that ranks
1: up against the Lakers doing that. Go on. So fair to say. They're not going to be a top six. No. Okay. Get that one. Let's not even. Let's no. not even pretend that that's a goal. Seating
2: cause... is not something
1: Lakers fans need to be worrying about right now. Get in. Yes. That, that's the way I look at it. Get... Now, listen. If you found if two weeks from now they're sitting at number ten because a couple teams lost and they won some games, then I could sit here in two weeks and say go for number eight. Because if you get number eight, now it's double elimination. I don't, have, I, don't I don't look at it that way, But sleep. they're not in a position to do the that.
2: The way right. I look at it is if you're going to play well enough to get into the playoffs, you will probably be one of the hottest teams in the NBA when that happens. Yeah. Focus on the basketball in front of you, not the proverbial understanding of your position in the standings. That to me is not like this team isn't nearly good enough to be worried about anything like that. Mm-hmm. From a leadership standpoint, from a continuity standpoint, like play the basketball. Make sure you're good enough on the court first. All of this where we might be seated, who we might match up against. They they're not. They don't have those kind of luxuries. They can't worry about that whatsoever. They've got to beat the competition. They're finally healthy. They're finally together. They've got the squad that they want. Let's see it already. You know what I mean? And that's where Darvin Ham becomes crucial in this from well, in this situation because Leadership down the stretch is not just about what happens at the end of games. It's about believing that it can be done. Mm-hmm. And when you've got a team full of guys that just got to the squad, that cohesion is going to be vital in a situation like this, where they're in the pressure cooker and the and you know the the spotlight is on them
1: more than it, more than it ever has been. Okay, so it starts tonight. Uh, yesterday, the Clippers introduced Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. That I, I was interesting. I, I got a chance to listen to the whole thing. Ty Lue talked after. Um, yeah, I, I have some – I have told you this yesterday. I have some curiosity how that's going to work out. I, I don't know if, Russ, I can make a case for you that that situation is going to be better for him than it was in L- with the Lakers. I could also tell you that why is anything going to change mm. from when he was with the Lakers to when he's with the Clippers. But I want you to listen to this quote here from Russ. And the question was kind of more around the fact of being on a team that wants you versus – with the Los Angeles Lakers, I think it's safe to say that over the last year, we are trying to figure out a way, hey, that trade didn't work out. Let's find a way to ship Russell Westbrook he was off of the booed. Los Angeles Lakers. He was Lakers. getting booed at home. Okay, so take a listen to Russell Westbrook on how it's important to be wanted.
2: I think that's a that's a huge part, man, for anybody, any normal human being in any situation in the workplace and somebody that. Uh, a lot of teammates and people that want you here is uh, very important to me. I, I value that a lot, just – I've been in this league a long time and been somewhere that people want you and they embrace you, and um, that meant a lot to me. So,
1: I, I look, I don't think he's BSing. I think he's no. being honest He's here. got a I lot think, of experience in that matter, five teams in five seasons. I think he's saying, look, the Clippers obviously want me here. There's players on this team. Paul George has got a really good relationship Correct. with. Probably has good relationship with other players on that team as well. I feel wanted with the Los Angeles Clippers. I, I want to do this when we come back. So – I think the scenario is so much different. I think if you flip the script and it was he was with the Clippers first and then he was coming to the Lakers and kind of play out what, what that time was with the Lakers and why for a year plus he wasn't wanted, I don't think it's apples to apples. So we'll get into that coming up yep. next.
3: And, you guys, plus. Travis posted a selfie, so we got to break that
1: down. Oh, wow. All right. Did he, did he get his whole face in there?
3: <laughs> he got his whole face in there. Okay, but, good. Um, I'll save it for the other side.
1: Okay, uh, we'll do that. Uh, coming up next, uh, stay right here. This is the Travis and Sleva Show. Seven ten ESPN. Clinton Yates in the house.
0: Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, I'm just watching here.
1: Were you behind the back on this? It wasn't really behind the back. That's not really a good
2: way to describe that shot. It It was more
1: overhand. It was a
2: blind overhand,
1: overhand. It was like a backhand... Bro, it looks fun. Yeah. It's actually, is. actual that looks fun. <laughs> yeah. You and George look like you guys know what you're doing out there. Had a blast. Look like veterans in the game.
2: <laughs> I wish. I wish. I was working on it with everybody. Oh, here we go. Okay, sorry. Got distracted. <laughs>
3: you look like you're a veteran in the game as opposed to Travis <laughs> in his uh, his selfie game. Uh, what is he doing? Okay,
2: so trying. this is the golf trip. <laughs> so for those of you who do not follow Travis on IG, it is just Travis Rogers, and it's a photo of him in a half zip what looks to be like an ESPN 710 golf shirt underneath. Of course. Uh, a hat and glasses, and he's standing outside of what, if you didn't know what he was doing, might be a ski chalet because there's <laughs> yeah. snow everywhere. like he's snowboarding. He's about to go snowboarding. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Wow.
3: And just like the photo looks like he was surprised that it happened. Yeah. I mean, what yeah, he looks we're like, we're I'm going to so tell you what he, he
1: looks like. Miserable? He looks like, um, like an assistant coach in the NFL. Yeah. And they're in Buffalo yeah. and <laughs> he's getting ready to make a play call. You're getting ready something, to, yeah, those something's lines. happening here. Um, look at this. Yeah. That's not good. The
2: caption, the caption said, this is a golf trip, not a ski trip. Thanks. Weather. Let me ask you this Damn. though. <laughs> like, is this, I, I don't mean to be flip here. Cause I don't put, is this unplayable? Or is it just undesirable? Like, no, you can't play. You can't play? No, you don't, don't people don't to golf, to. golf in the snow? No, that's no, not that's a so. thing? I don't know. Yeah. No, you lose that. the ball. You can have a different right, colored ball. White.
1: And what are you going to do in the greens? <laughs> is the ball's not going to move.
2: Just get a different color ball. That's what they do no, no, in soccer. No, no. They just I'm use saying, a green ball. But I'm saying green if you ball. got
1: a layer of uh, some snow there, I, I don't think
2: I mean, uh, okay, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, Shows you our golf expertise. Yeah, I mean, clearly. I spend a lot of time on golf courses. So
1: this guy took... X amount of days off to go on this golfing trip, and it's freaking <laughs> snowing up there. And I
3: would assume it's not a um, a cheap golf course. No, Travis is no. not shell out for cheap things, but
1: it's I a nine hole a public time. golf course.
2: Yeah, Muni. <laughs> are they <laughs> near anywhere? Can we get a check in from Trav? Like, are they near anywhere where there's anything else to do? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, can, can you can yeah. te-
1: text Trav if he wants to uh, you know, talk about what's going on out there? Because this give is us funny. Like a, give us like a little live update of what's happening out on the golf course. Because <laughs> okay. apparently, according to the picture, he's got nothing left to do the rest of the day. Right. What else are you going to do? Exactly. By he's the way. Gonna, he's going to go to a bar. He's going to drink. And he's going to have some wings.
2: By the way, I'm just reading this right now. Amanda commented along the same lines I did. She said, I hope you're using bright colored balls. See? Golfing with a non-white ball is yep. a thing. I know that much.
3: I'm just more amazed. <laughs> but by the more, at like a of,
2: driving range of the idea
3: yeah. that you can be look surprised in your own selfie. <laughs> that he looks like he didn't know it was going off. You press the button. You post. No, the he, photo.
1: he didn't know he took the photo. If that's smile. what you're asking. Yeah, he did not know. He that thought He thought it was the photo. a video. It turned into a photo. I just don't <laughs>
3: understand why this is Travis's <laughs> thing I, all the time.
1: He took a photo the whole yeah. time he's talking. <laughs> hey guys, just want to give you an update. <laughs>
2: I love, I love I it when you do that. Not be to golfing people. later today. That's so much fun to do to people, though. By the way, when you say here, I'm just going to take a photo, and you make a video instead, and they're like, <laughs> then hopping, he looks poses. at his
1: roll, and it looks it's just a photo. He's like, <laughs> God I'm up. using
2: this. Screw it, right? This is um, too bad, man. I feel bad. I wonder how much.
1: I wonder what the other guys think of this. Yeah, the guys he's on the trip with. Somebody turn around and go home. You know, I, I will say this. About a month ago, maybe two months ago, he said, hey, I'm going on this golf trip coming up, whenever it is." He's like, "I'm worried that the weather's going to be." It's going to be a great golf course. This that. I'm worried about the weather. This was two months ago. Oh wow! If we have our weather that we have here, I can only imagine what the weather is going to be. Yeah, wherever it he is. Yeah. My girl texted me. She's like, "It's it's um, it's hailing all over Pasadena." Blah blah. Yeah, this is this is not our typical weather. No. so I'm sure he's in in a, in a different state. Okay, so I, I'm going to play this Russell Westbrook one more time. Okay, Russ was introduced to the Clippers yesterday, and Russell Westbrook talking about. Um, how it's important to be wanted where you're playing. He's now obviously part of the Clippers. Take a listen.
2: I think that's a that's a huge part, man, for anybody, any normal human being in any situation in the workplace and somebody that, uh, a lot of teammates and people that want you here is uh, very important to me. I, I value that a lot. Just been in this league a long time and being somewhere that people want you and they embrace you, and um, that meant a lot to me. All
1: right, so I, I'm going to just play this out this way, all right? Russell Westbrook, it's clear that trade happened um, lakers and the washington wizards Mm -hmm. x amount of years ago year and a half ago two years ago now when that trade happened i think the thought process was simple braun is getting later in his career now you got another playmaker that could be a part of your team and maybe braun maybe doesn't everything doesn't have to be on braun's shoulders to go set other guys up to kind of push the break, to get to the bat this that okay if it didn't work out fine but the question is how bad was it it was as bad as it can possibly lakers were on the verge of having to give up two first-rounders just to get rid of him and his contract and move on from there. Right. I think they probably did as good as they could have done under the circumstances. I would say so. The problem is they had to wait till the absolute – they had to wait till basically there's like 25 <laughs> games left. So Timing was suboptimal. You just had to kind of deal with it. But you gave up one first-rounder. There's some protections to it and everything else. Um, I don't disagree that he wasn't wanted here. I don't disagree that – this, his time with the Los Angeles Lakers, he'll probably look back on and say, that might have been the worst part of my career. Probably. Just because there's so much criticism every single night, there's a magnifying glass because it's the Lakers. You have LeBron and you have Anthony Davis. People
2: were booing him at home.
1: Everyone's pointing the finger at him. By the way, I'll tell you this. you know, It's not fair that everyone was pointing the finger at him. AD plays 50% of the games. You're done. The season's over. So let's stop that. It was all on Russell Westbrook. Right. He joins the team in the Clippers Look, nothing started yet. They haven't played one game yet, so the it's important to be wanted. I think there are, it's that quote alone. I don't think tell it tells two percent of the whole story.
2: I don't know. I mean, I like it tells enough of the story to let me understand. I can just hear it in the sound of his voice. He sounds a little bit happier. That's a big part of Russell is that tone. Yep. Um, how he comes across is very much an indicator of his mood a mm-hmm. lot of times. Seemed like he's in a good mood. Skipping around practice, talking to dudes. Like Again, it is entirely possible that the Lakers are the problem, at least as far as Russell Westbrook is concerned. Like okay. That's not outside of the realm of possibility, that whatever was happening from a franchise and just a team standpoint did not work with him. It's not to say that Russell was necessarily – how do I explain this? It's not to say that Russell was necessarily everything he was supposed to be and all of it was on either the franchise or the team or whatever, but if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And if he leaves – he came to the excuse me, he came to the Lakers yep. as somewhat of a savior, kind of a wild hog situation. Get the guys back together, we're going for one
1: last ride kind of deal. That didn't work out. And it wasn't that it didn't even work out. It was a colossal failure. Like this wasn't Russ came and the Lakers lost in the second round no. of the playoffs. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it no, was sixteen it, they, games
2: below 500 Right. They were not good. They're a bad basketball team. And what he's walking into is not even close to that. He's walking into a team that is A, already good. Mm-hmm. B, has a head coach who's far more respected and experienced in this league. And C, for lack of a better term, isn't the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? You don't, there's not some bizarro expectation that everything is just going to work out. You you still This is one thing that I think that the Clippers, or at least Tyron Lue as that team understand, they they still gotta win the games. You know what I mean? Because you can't just sort of rely on we're gonna show up and therefore we're going to win. I, I just think this is an entirely different situation that he's walking into that probably lends itself better to who he is at this stage of his career. What he was doing as a Laker, I think, is what he felt
1: he had to do to make that team better. This team is already good, as in the Clippers. Circumstances are also very different because it's not like the Lakers got Russell Westbrook and there wasn't $47 million attached in the final year. It wasn't like um, there was the pressure that this one person, like you said, is going to now help LeBron and Anthony Davis get back to an NBA Finals I think with the Clippers, the, the situation that makes it so different. By the way, listening to Russ in this without playing a game, of course he's going to be upbeat. Of yeah. course he is going to a team where he knows they're, that's a real team. That's, right. They got shooters. They got bench guys. They got a couple superstars or at least all-stars, whatever the case is. Um, the situation is completely different. But I think with Russ, take Russ 10 games in and get a mic in front of him after an L and tell me if it still sounds the exact same. Yeah. Take Russ if he has a game where he had five turnovers and just didn't play a good game and put a, a mic in front. But anybody, right? Like, I can walk in here and uh, everything is all great and dandy. Have a conversation with me so- when something went wrong. The conversation is going to be a little <laughs> no, bit different. No, I get it. So I get I, it. I, I don't think it's apples to apples.
2: Well, what I'm saying but, is that he's not – It's not apples to apples, but what I mean is it's not just whether it was good or bad. It's specifically – like, he could have gone in there and been on some complete all business. You know what I mean? Like, the tone could have been, I'm here to be with the Clippers. I'm here to win a championship. And, you know, it could have been more focused. But it felt a little bit more like relief than it felt like that. And those are are not the same, you know. And so, yeah, I do expect – I mean, I don't – I didn't expect him to be in a good mood, but he was. And mm-hmm. you have to take note of that. I, I you know, look, Russell Westbrook as a player has always been an emotional guy in terms of how he sure. expressed himself on the court mm-hmm. and sometimes off of it. He's got one of the greatest gift collections in the history of NBA players. As a result, it's okay if this is good for Russell Westbrook to, you know, like root for the guy on some level. He's an LA guy. I you know, I don't find him particularly odious outside of Maybe he wasn't good a good
1: player for the Lakers, but that's not a reason not to like a guy. I, I think this I hope this is good for his career. Take a listen to this from Zach Lowe. You tell me if this is uh you just you just tell me what you think of this quote. Take a listen. The Russell Westbrook Ty Lue talked about yesterday, he's going to have the ball in his hands, he's
2: Mr. triple double. I, those comments frankly shocked me. And if that's their vision for what he's going to be, starter maybe, has the ball all the time. This qualifies to me as one of the biggest late-season gambles in the history
4: of the NBA.
1: <laughs> wow. What do you think? Wow. Little dramatic the dramatic? His- the history
2: of the NBA. I don't really have trade deadline breakdowns at my fingertips the way Zach probably does. Really smart and guy. And not even like trade Zach. deadline. Buyout oh, market. Sure, sure, buyout market, yeah. whatever it may be. I mean, look. Sure, he'll have the ball in his hands. That's how he plays. Mm-hmm. Sure, he'll probably have a triple-double or two. That's how he plays. They don't really have point guards to begin they, with. Yeah, now. they don't they really have two I, of them. I don't, I don't think that... Look, I think that Tyron Lue knows his team. I think that team is still figuring out who they are on the court, but they know who they are as guys. And they've just got to try to find a way to get him to be a part of it and if they don't again they don't have any contractual linkages to there's him no risk that's forcing him yeah, to no be risk. on the court or even in the building so if it doesn't work it doesn't work that's not the big issue here it's a completely different set of circumstances as you mentioned so no i do not think this is the biggest risk rather gamble in the history of the nba by any stretch of the imagination
1: uh taylor do you have an update on tomorrow's clippers kings game by the way I might go with you and wear a Tyreek Evans jersey for tomorrow's game. <laughs> really? I
4: happen to have one for you,
1: Slee. I know you do. I'm uh, well aware. King's coming off a back to
4: back, so okay. it's
1: gonna be uh Who tough they got game. tonight? They got
4: Portland tonight.
1: Okay. Yeah. Portland tonight. And a
4: tough schedule the rest of the season, so I'm
1: I'm very nervous going into this. You know, they're they're sitting at number three. The Kings Sacramento are pretty King's good. number three. I have I, I almost don't like their position, I'll tell you why. You're going to get stuck with the Suns, or you're going to get stuck with the Clippers. You're going to get... I mean, don't you want to avoid one of those teams in Stop the first round? Stop doing the
2: simulation thing. <laughs> this is why you play the games, wait bro. Minute, Kings aren't in We're, we're 13th, on a I mean,
1: sports talk radio show. I'm not supposed to do simulation No, standings. what I'm saying is
2: that I don't think that the Kings are in a position to want to miss anybody. You got to get better. You got to beat teams. That's how
1: that works that in is the NBA. Correct. That's what I'm i would want like, to miss teams if yeah. I'm the Sacramento Kings. <laughs>
0: i, hope I this, would wouldn't you yeah, i mean do you want to yeah, play for I, sure i mean
1: I, I think the matchup for them that would be interesting is dallas i think that could be an interesting matchup i don't i don't think you want the suns and the clippers in the first round
2: no but they might play each other in the first round that's what we talked about yesterday right. which is crazy that's right don't yeah. want that to happen nba figure it out let's get the nba script guys to change some things up because we don't we don't need a first round suns clippers matchup
1: all right uh hey did you see coming up next um Hit Travis on Instagram and let him know that uh, you feel bad that he's not getting a chance to golf today. Uh, Stay right here. Travis and Sliwa Show, 710
0: ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured... Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
1: Well, Clinton likes the music. He was dancing in here like he was at a club. (laughs) Elbows were out. You were like, No, I was dancing like I was on a
2: game show. As a participant of a current game show on television, I also happen to enjoy (laughs) game shows and their theme songs. Wow, a big, big part of my the rhythm was there for pure. this music. Well, that's oh, always the case. This you saw kind of, me.
4: This is kind of like a game show. With no Yeah, prize.
2: that's what I'm saying. You saw me. You saw me on the Pickleball of the court office. Got a couple moves. You know what
4: I'm <laughs> All really. right, guys, let's start it out. Did you see XFL fans in DC pelted the field with lemons uh, after their beer snake was confiscated? So apparently, the beer snake is a tradition among DC's XFL fan base, and the okay. fans were not pleased when it was taken away from them. So, Clinton, have you ever witnessed mob mentality unfold before your eyes, and did you participate?
2: (laughs) Uh, Yes, I have, and I have some background on uh, this particular incident. My buddy was at that game. People started throwing things on the field, lemons that were made available as a result of the spiked lemonades they were selling on the concourse. I'm sure that the uh, catering Facility will have some changes in the garnishes yeah, next that's week around, but that's also all it
1: takes one of those situations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember, people like they used to give you bottles at, at games. Right, morelands <laughs> start throwing those bottles in. You're like, yeah, probably no more bottles yeah, at yeah.
2: the games. Well, let's let's eliminate that. Um, also, my, okay, so the snake, the beer snake thing. Yeah, one of the grossest traditions you could possibly be a part of. People oh, stick, boo! I mean, it's it, a fun thing. Well,
1: it's 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 pretty you nasty. Take, you ever taken the under in any of the games? No. <laughs> Um, Emily says that that's not fun if you take the under. Right, exactly. It sounds like you're being no fun police.
3: I see what
2: you're saying. Well, here's here's a story to tell you. One of the producers at uh, Around the Horn, she told a story about how she was at a Defenders game two years ago, three years ago, like in... March of 2020 with a beer snake. Think about when that was. So,
1: oh, that's a that's good time. Yeah, yeah, you that's know what I mean. So really, she was like, "Yeah, that one was that's awkward." Really good timing. She decided she was never doing yeah. it again. So she was at the uh, what was it? What game was it? The Thunder and the Mavs. Or the, something. the people were in the where, building and they had to go home. Stop. Yeah, right there. Weird, weird day. Um. Okay. So I have not been. This is the best example that I could give of, and I may have told the story before. I can't remember the mob mentality. So years ago, probably about eight years ago, Rage Against the Machine. Oh yeah. Great band. Did a uh had a had a performance at the Coliseum.
3: Were you in the mosh pit?
1: And they hadn't played together in I don't know how long it was, but it's been a while. Yeah, so I mean they, they don't they don't regularly yep. tour by any stretch. Yep. So they were at the Coliseum and a buddy of mine went and um we used to we used to love Rage when we were in college. So here it's X amount of years later, we could see Rage Against the Machine at the Coliseum right. in LA. That's great. And we found a way. Our, our we had actual tickets and seats, but we eventually found a way to just get where, where on the field. Let's right. put it that way. We're on the field, and I went from uh, you know Al. I think you guys know Al pretty well, right? <laughs> Do, <laughs> <exactly looking> for, <laughs> Do we not exactly looking for? Do we not exactly not exactly looking for any issues? No, any those lines. By no. the way, I'm never looking for it's issues. Conflict averse. But then, yeah, I don't know. Music just started going, and next thing I knew, me and my friend were both in the mosh pit. Raging. What? For wow. Rage Against the Machine. No way. At the Coliseum at USC. Now, I'm on the outer layer. I'm sure. Not, I'm not going You're in You're not to, in the mix. With everybody else. But I was, I was prepared that night. <laughs> i to go to the slammer. <laughs> wow. I'm going to go to the slammer. <laughs> not literally, but yeah. I got caught up in it. I don't know what to tell you. It was Rage Against the Freaking Machine. It was at the Coliseum. That's and what you got to do. you know. how
2: letting the hair down. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So I like that.
3: Mine was, uh, you know, I think any time that I've stormed, the field court has been like a mob mentality thing. Yeah, yeah. But I remember clearly, it was my first year at EVA. We, uh EVA beat, and they were bad at football, and they still are. They beat the Lamar Jackson-led uh, Louisville. I remember that and game. And so uh, mm. I, I stormed uh, the field that day. So nice. That's okay, what's your take
1: on storming the field? Because I think you could storm the field at any moment. So, <laughs> There's apparently a lot of rules according <laughs> to storming the field. One of the group chats I'm in, we talk about sports
2: and we're all friends from home the discussions around whether or not an appropriate yeah. court or field storm is happening at any given moment yeah. is like a lot of what we talk about. Like, oh, got an upset, like college basketball. Where do you lean Got on a this? conference up. Like if if it's – Because I – All of the I'm, parameters depend.
1: If your record is four and six and you beat six and five, let's get on the field. No,
2: but it's – okay. So <laughs> it gets interesting in basketball when – so personally, I don't think in-conference wins, regardless of the upset element okay? – or something you should be storming the court about. That's just me personally. Okay. I also feel
1: if you have any what if you beat in in conference, North Carolina's number two.
2: Again, see this is where it gets tricky because mm-hmm. I also have a sub sort of rule, which is if you have any Final Four banners flying, you should not be storming your court. That's just I get that. That's I just, just kind that. of my stance yeah, on that. Like NBA you know, basketball never does it. Like, come on, guys, you've done you've literally yeah. gotten there. You know what I'm saying? Like act like and it's, it's not even act like the you've other been schools. here. Right, you know, yeah. it's a small school beating a big school kind of thing. Yeah. Not just our team stinks, and we happen to beat somebody good once. So that's, Yates,
3: what about this situation? UVA beat Virginia Tech. They had not beaten them for 25 years. They play every year yeah. in the Virginia Tech talks storm so the damn smack. field. Yes,
2: that's storm the, the damn that's field. F- Virginia got court stormed last night. It happened. Uh, got it, yeah. Boston got it. College so beat them. Mighty. You know, if like Lakers, but that again was a Lakers awkward. beat the Warriors tonight. <laughs> I'm storming. <laughs> I would MLB love to see that. Can you imagine in a pro game seeing somebody storm like seeing a Why does Alan have a headset right. on
4: storming the? <laughs> Shannon court.
2: Sharp out there on the court <laughs> jumping up and down with his dog. That'd be great.
4: Oh man! All right, guys. Next up, did you see the average American owns 19 pairs of shoes? So, Sliwa, how many pairs do you own, and what's your favorite shoe of all time?
1: Um, I probably have say seven pairs, maybe eight pairs. I if mean, you count if you count gym shoes, count my flip-flops. No, if you count flip-flops, maybe nine at the most. I mean, that's
2: a low number.
1: Yeah, I don't have a lot of shoes. You could fit all your shoes in one bag. Yeah, we don't have a lot of shoes. My yeah. favorite shoes of all time. Okay, I think some of you guys will know this. This is an old school one that was literally made to break your ankles. <laughs> like you should never step on a basketball floor with these shoes. Okay, I say my favorite, but I'm being a little uh, uh, dramatic here. Do you remember the Ann Ones? Do you no. remember the Ann Ones? Okay. Oh. so the and, shoes? so, so the spinners? Uh, I will tell you a little <laughs> bit about the Ann one. Ann Ones used to have, Ann One got popular because it was these basketball mixtapes that they used to c- come out with, and it was all about- um, There was a whole
2: ESPN documentary about
1: it. All playing out on the streets. Yeah. That was the idea. Streetball. ball. So, of course, I watched this when I was 11, as did my cousin, and we're like, no, we're for sure I'm going to go cross over the next person that I see. <laughs> so we got Ann Ones. Do you know the Ann Ones don't have, they didn't have laces. Do you know that they? you literally slip your feet why in there? Why did you, hold on. Let, and then you go play basketball. Why, how did it you? It is the worst designed shoe that you can possibly have to go play basketball. Who let
2: you on a court in those? Um,
1: Kennedy where, Recreation where, where, where Center. Where are your Elk people? Home. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to have a stronger circle of people to tell you Bro, those are not for basketball. Baller. I was a street baller. <laughs> okay. Respect the game. Uh, they're not my favorite shoe, but those are the ones that kind of stand out. Kobe's are the best by far, no question about it. Basketball shoes. I uh,
2: I have I I could not count how many pairs of shoes I have.
1: Uh, so that's off the rip. Okay, I
2: don't um, tell you the number. I mean, it's 25. over twenty-five. It's more than that for sure. I mean, I can think of twenty-five
1: pairs of shoes. What like, what do you do with that many shoes? You wear them. Yeah, but like, <laughs> <don't you> have,
3: <laughs> like, what else? You can what are you talking yeah, about that's
1: like having too much clothes you're not gonna wear them I all probably have too many clothes as well, well. you have different the, outfits yeah. the, <laughs> the the shoes that you have don't you have your go-to seven that you're using yeah i mean trust
2: me i have too many shoes okay. but i also i go to a lot of different type of situations so i gotta have different looks you know yep. what i'm saying that's part of it you know versatility options yep. um Favorite shoe will stay in the same lines. Mines were the Air Way Ups. We wore those in high school, I think my junior year. You might remember them because they had like a white cutout with a, with a uh, it had the swoosh in the, like it was a bubble swoosh in the middle of a white cut. Anyway, they look cool. The Hoyas rocked them. And so our high school basketball team rocked them. They were really dope. I love those shoes. Yeah, I probably wouldn't wear it'll them it'll on the street. I probably wouldn't wear them on the street, but I would wear them uh, on the court for
4: sure. Hold on, let me find these. All right, guys. Here's the next one. Did you see the most Americans report- Taylor, how many pairs of shoes do you have? I'd say like 15, 16. Oh, okay. That's a lot. Yeah, That's I probably have up. eight Air These Force were ones. the airway ups. Okay. You remember
2: okay. those? Yeah. Yeah. Old school. Yes, very. All
4: right. Did My you bet. see that most Americans report having a best friend? So nearly six in 10 Americans have that one person that they consider their best friend. So, Clinton, would your best friend? <laughs> would your best friend, got a Southern accent there, bail you out of jail?
2: Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, if I'm 41 years old, I don't have somebody that can bail me out of jail. I suck at socializing. Yeah, I mean, not, that's, you've, you've that's, not made it happen. That's, <laughs> that's critical. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking, now that i think about it, if I went to jail for any reason, I probably would call Julian. i probably call the consulate Yeti and be like, yo, come get me. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what happened. I was hanging out with Slee at a Rage Against the Machine concert and ended up in the <laughs> clink. That, that could happen there. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's um, all I got. I, I think, I think for me, so I have a lot of close cousins. That are going to bail me out, but that's family. Cousin Slee. Cousin Slee. And then I got two friends right out the gate that I know would be there that would say, all right, we'll bail your dumb ass out. <laughs> but I don't think they got to worry about that. I think the question is, well, I bailed them out. Yeah, I bail them out, yeah, bail them yeah. out too.
3: Uh, so I'll what's funny is I actually have had to bail my friend out of jail before. What? So it was in Myrtle Beach. Oh, no. And... Uh, I, sorry, the statute of limitations is up on this. I can share this, Chandler. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> she Freaking was, Chandler. She was. Um, she had just turned twenty-one. She was caught uh, with a open Bud Light, walking from our house where we were at, walking to another party we were going to go to. Oh, and that's weak. So a bike yeah. cop came up, oh, rescued her.
1: You got her, bike uh,
3: cop. Yeah. Let me
2: tell you something. If I'm in Myrtle <laughs> Beach partying between houses and a bike cop pulls up gone all wait, right wait, we you're old. not catching your boy in that situation all right. we you are not gone you are sitting there and you are <laughs> handing him that can no, of I'm, beer. A, I'm out of there buddy we
3: were trying so anyway uh i ended up uh being responsible for hold on did
2: you have jail? to deal with a bail bondsman yes. she's still in jail <laughs> this yeah, is what uh, we this was go- a, what happens
3: um all we did was just like walked there. We paid the amount or whatever to yeah. get her out, and then that's just left. It. Okay. Yeah, and it was like she, you know, obviously paid paid us back for it right. or whatever. No, no, no. Like, but we just had to put it up, and uh, she eventually had to. She had to go with like DUI classes and stuff. She was literally just walking, walking from one beer? place to the other, and like thankfully she was above. Uh, she was um, over twenty one. But yeah. like, yeah, that was that was a fun night. Wow. you Taylor, ha-
1: Taylor, how many times have you bailed out your friends in this slammer? <laughs> you see, I, I would, you know what, if somebody asked me who's here
2: has bailed the most people out of jail, I would have picked Taylor And probably. if
1: Taylor said like 14, I wouldn't even, <laughs> nothing, I would just say, all right, sounds good. Right. Have you done it before? I've done it once. Um,
4: <laughs> <laughs> but it's not, I mean, I think there's certain certain friends that I have, I would just let them sit, you know? <laughs> You need to learn your lesson, right?
3: Oh, yeah. My friend thought she met the love of her life in jail and uh, they added each other on Instagram and then, uh, you know, it had... didn't work out. I... <laughs> no, it didn't work out. <laughs> Shocker.
1: <laughs> what a lovely tale of that. romance. I want that story. So right? how would you guys meet in the slammer in the slammer? By the way.
2: Yeah. Don't forget to join us for our inaugural Pickleball Madness tournament. It's Saturday, March 18th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Agape Pickleball Center at Mile Square Park in Fountain Valley. Listen, reserve seating is available. you got to register at ESPNLA.com. This is open to the general public, Slee. You want to just pull up and make fun of everybody there or you know, wonder at my grace and beauty on sure. the pickleball court, as obviously evidenced, um, at ESPN Los Angeles, you can come do that. Register at ESPNLA.com. Thank you to Johnsonville, Hoffy and Zico Coconut Water, TVs at the game, DJ at the game, thick pop, van XL, Papa Shot is going to be there. You're going to have a kids zone, a beer garden, and of course the 360 cam, which we always love, making everybody look stylish, including showing off your shoes, so, All right, be so
1: um, I will not be wearing in ones to no, this. No, uh, don't this do turn. that. I'm, I'm telling you, there. I could turn my ankle just going to the restroom here. That's yeah. how easy you can. No uh, thanks. You can hurt him. Okay, couple things I want to get into when we come back. um We had this discussion before the show and i think it's interesting the plane tournament yeah is this working is the is the concept of the plane the, the idea was that less teams will tank so we'll kind of throw that out there I, I think it's kind of fascinating that you need 10 teams now to make the tournament right but anyways we'll do that coming up next day right here travis and sleep show clinton yates in for t raj 710 espn